Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Cult Film in Review. I am your host, Cody Everett. This week, we are talking about Gymkata. There is a reason we are talking about it. Oddly enough, this is the movie that everyone is screaming for us to do. It's not really a fan pick because we have a lot of people... I mean, it's just fan pick, but there's so many damn people asking for it. It's the loser's bracket of the fan picks. It, it is, That's but, true, yeah. But now, like, after it lost, I feel like we have more people... People yeah. were angry. I think I think I think everybody saw the poster and just needed needed it. Needed you know? Jim Cotta. Yeah, that's what hooked me. The other one was Demons and no one cared about that. No that's one sad no one came me. That's out. a Actually, fantastic that's not true. film. Demons did pretty well. No, no, no. But no one came after us after, after the fact yeah, and said, true. like, what? No demons? No one said that. No. The, oh well. The Jim Cotta fans came out in support afterwards. They they just kept They going. rallied. They, they forced, rallied. They forced our hand. <laughs> <laughs> just shows what you can accomplish when you get a bunch of people together, right? That's right. <laughs> Great, okay. Greatness. So with all that being said, let's just start the show. We are here. We are talking about Jim Cotta. I am your host, Cody Everett. Like I said before, uh, with me I have the regular crew. I have uh, the owner and operator, Bluefield Audio. <laughs> Even though he's never done anything with it besides make a Facebook page, and I have a Gmail account. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> and he has. A, yeah, he had to. He had to create a Gmail account so he can make his Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> but he is also our sound engineer, Kyle Smith. Hello, hello, hello. He writes for uh, Friendly Neighborhood Filmmaking. He also writes for our website, so go read it. Um, we are talking about Michael Salustio. Hello. Oh, okay. Why, why, you guess, want me why, do, why do you guys steal my my <laughs> opening? Oh. What? Hello? As if, as, if, as if you invented <laughs> it. Yeah. You better not do it. I've got that shit on lockdown. Oh, no, I'm going to say hello. goodbye. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what do you rather? Good evening. That, okay. See, that's more fitting of your character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of your character. Be your character, Mike. Like Don't Vincent be. Price. Don't, Don't be, be you. <laughs> this is like Masterpiece Theater. Do that. He is the VP of something at midnight releasing. <laughs> of something. Nobody knows what you do there, Chris. No one knows. I'm just going to say it now. Nobody knows. No one knows. Oh, I'll explain it to you. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> I am. Uh, I, I, I acquire films for a distribution company, and it's primarily horror, so that's what I do. He is the VP of buying horror films <laughs> for midnight releasing, so if you don't like them, he's the guy to blame. <laughs> He is Chris Willem. I don't make the movies. <laughs> you buy them. You just choose. You just choose what the people have to look at in the five dollar bin. I just choose from the best shit that comes at me. You know, sometimes it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. They're all gold. I'm just kidding. Yeah. They're all gold. Go buy their own unique. Go buy them. Go buy them all. 
All right, guys. And then we have a special guest tonight with us. He's been on the show before. He is Hal C.F. Estelle, and he is an author, and he does like a whole bunch of other stuff that I, there's too much to list. Hal, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Welcome to the show. Again. Thank you so much. Again. Hal, just go ahead, plug all your stuff now, because I'm sure you're doing a ton of stuff, um, books, all of that. Oh, I'm doing tons of stuff, and I can take over this entire show with that, so you need to cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I review movies at Apocalypse Later. I review movies to a lesser degree at Apocalypse Later now. I write books from Apocalypse Later Press, and a book four should be coming out very shortly. That's my Charlie Chaplin Centennial. I am about. Hey, do you want a do you want a coup? Do you want a do you want a special event? Sure, why not? Let's, yeah, we want it let's, all. Let's, we want it all. <laughs> let's officially announce the Apocalypse Later International Fantastic Film Festival. Ooh, that's a great name. I love that name. It is fantastic, and it is about fantastic film, and it is going to be at the Phoenix Center of the Arts, Center for the Arts, on October the fifteenth this year. Nice. So hey, I just launched it on your show. Nice, Dude, wow. an awesome. exclusive. We got an exclusive. Yeah. Yes. Hey, guess what? We'll be there. So what, <laughs> what? What? What are you doing with the festival? How? How does it work? And what kind of films are you looking for? It is a regular film festival, so not like the mini film festivals I program at conventions across the Southwest, such as Wild Wild Westcon coming up next month. Uh, it's a, a proper film festival with submissions from anywhere in the world and awards that are going to be absolutely amazing because they're custom ordered from Tom Deadstuff. They will be oh, I love him. totally unique. And we'll be showing short films, horror and sci-fi, once out of each, 90-minute sets. Uh, so a five-hour event with two sets and awards. And maybe we can build it next year to features and, you know, other cool stuff. Nice. Count me awesome. in. That's awesome. We do yeah. need more of that here. Because yeah, we have we have like we have a a good following for horror and sci-fi here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I we had a great time at Mad Monster last year. I'm looking forward to Mad Monster this year. Yeah. So I I'm mean, really uh surprised by how many cult film fans are in the Phoenix area, as we've discovered doing the show. There's a lot. A lot, a lot of local like a lot of local fans of cult film and horror film and sci-fi. I love it. I think it's because we have outlets for that here. There's people doing stuff with cult films in the state. I mean, and then there's places to go watch them also. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the cool thing. <laughs> that's a cool thing to do. But let's get into Jim Cotta. Okay. Since we're all here. Let's just get out and say it. It's the best movie about the Cold War. Let's just say it. <laughs> and we've done so many on this show. We've done so many. We have done so many. But this one. This one tops Rocky Four. <laughs> I don't know. I think Riccio still still holding the title on that one. Yeah, oh, we're going to have to debate this no, I deb- now that he threw Riccio into Riccio's, the mix. Okay, Riccio's martial arts meets cannot even withstand Drumcada. Oh, oh couldn't, yeah. even, <laughs> couldn't even come close to Riccio's invincible martial arts. You he'd know have, what? He didn't have to have fight to gymnastics. Huh? He didn't have to fight gymnastics. That's true. He basically did with that floating guy, but uh, whatever. Whatever. It's here. Wire work doesn't count. Yeah, well. Oh, that's that, true. That Jim Carter. I thought we were talking about the $250 million Disney movie. Is what? That, what? Oh, sorry. That was John Carter. Oh. Oh. Jim Carter. This is his brother. <laughs> this is the, the gymnast. This is the <laughs> undisclosed amount of money movie. <laughs> yeah, nobody talks about it. Yeah. No one talks about it. It must have been a really bad flop if they're not going to print what the budget was. Well, like it made five million. I so. feel I feel like they got too much money to make this movie, and it was such a bad flop. They're like, what? let's just put that under the books. How do we just... know? How do we know they didn't even have a budget? How do you know that they weren't just like? Whatever we got, let's just do it. I don't know. I, I don't this, know. This movie has that vibe where 
it was funded and it came out horrible. Like they went into it with it the best of it. That no, much. I think it went in they went into it with like the best of intentions. Like they were gonna make this really great, amazing film, and it's terrible. And that's like that's how these movies are so good. I, say, I think I'm gonna battle that. I say it makes its money back. You think yeah. they went into as good? I say three mil. Three I don't mil think. Top. I don't think it's as terrible as you're saying it is. I'm. I enjoy this film. So <laughs> I'm just. Saying. I can say it's terrible, but it's in a good way. We'll get to that later as I we think, go. I think they ran out of money, and right at the point where they couldn't afford that guy's back to that guy's robe. And his ass was showing. I <laughs> <laughs> just couldn't afford it. They just ran out. They're like, we have no more for fabric. <laughs> I'm not sure they spent any money on it at all. I mean, they they went to Yugoslavia and they got a bunch of sheep herders, and and that's all they had. Yeah, I agree. And a gymnast. And one and gymnast. And yeah. one gymnast that couldn't <laughs> make it to the Olympics. Who's living out his fantasy of the 1980 Olympics? Like yep. if they just would have sent me. <laughs> yeah. I could have. We would have. We would have had that yeah. that uh, missile radar base. <laughs> We would have won the Cold War instead of still be fighting it. <laughs> See, this is a Star Wars movie. It was. It, it actually is. was. The, yes, the other is. Star Wars. It is. <laughs> and I guess this isn't the only movie that, that features that that basic storyline of the, the Star Wars satellite. War plot. Games. Was War it, Games also? No? I, I don't know. No, it, was game, no, like it. it was kind of like it. It was kind of like it. War Games was about uh supercomputer. About the Cold War. Yeah, about a supercomputer, though. <laughs> but wasn't that the, was that Star Wars? No, that's, that's, that's War with Russia, not the stars. The supercomputer was making all of the all of the all the, the missile locations. We're talking about the things, though. No, no, no. War Games was about uh, a supercomputer that that made the decision about what missiles to fire and what what are their like targets. Yeah, yeah but what is Jim Cotta about, Kyle? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking <laughs> gymnast. It's about a gymnast. There's so much exposition in this film. You really can follow the storyline from start to finish perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, if you. <laughs> If you haven't seen this film, it's basically about a gymnast who is rec- recruited by the SIA. I don't know who he's recruited by. Something All I know is it cuts SAS? from, he's, it? It cuts from doing the, the balance beam, and now he's getting trained. It is named at the beginning. It's something like the SIE or the SIA, the yeah. Special Intelligence something or other. You know, American Intelligence. I know it's a... Misnomer. Basically, he gets yeah. recruited by them instantly. <laughs> he doesn't fight that at all. He just looks at him and he's like, it's time to go. He's like, this <laughs> is my game. Yeah. He does not fight it at all. He's, he's a true like, American. You no, know, yeah. he really is. He's a real hero. Is you what can I'm tell saying. by his sweater. But <laughs> <laughs> and his bevy of polos that yeah. he wears throughout the film. And how clean he keeps his pants. Those Especially <laughs> while he's running. <laughs> yeah. Not many people can <laughs> rock white pants. Through the obstacles like that. Not, not after yeah. Labor Day. <laughs> Don't forget that this guy is what four feet tall and oh, he's yes. eight, so short. eight years old. Well, he's a gymnast. You know, you can't be tall. And he's about eight years old. And, <laughs> and they recruit him to go and do something that nobody has managed to do in nine hundred years. You know, which is more than twice as old as his entire country. That's the crazy thing. This movie came out in eighty-five. He was born in fifty-six, so he was like in his twenties. Oh, yeah, he's like almost thirty. Yeah, at that, Wait, time. that math doesn't work. That math doesn't <laughs> add up at all. Yeah, yeah, like his twenties. Yeah. Late yeah, 20s. Tw- like 30s, 20s. 30s, 20s. 30s. <laughs> yeah. 30s, 20s. <laughs> Five plus three is eight. Yeah. No, but you 66, say- 66, maybe? Doesn't he go, doesn't he end up deciding to go because of his father? Isn't that sort of like the underlying thing? Well, yeah, thing? that's a plot point, but that doesn't come up till like three quarters of the way in. Or <laughs> no, 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 that's there at the beginning. Yeah. It, he, he's agreed to do it, but then they, they hit him with that. And it's it's just the, the movie logic, right? Mm. If you've got to revenge your dad, you're going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, if you don't have that impetus, then uh, you're gonna suck. You're, you're gonna lose. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna get shot with an arrow and, and if, all that. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> if you cannot handstand your way up some stairs, you ain't going to make it in the game. That's the game. That's <laughs> why in 900 years, no one's ever won because no one ever sent a I thought gymnast it was no in. For- I thought it was no foreigner. Is it no one's ever won or no foreigner? I thought it was won? no one in 900 years. Yeah, no, no, nobody from outside Palmistan can enter Palmistan unless they succeed at the game. Okay. And nobody succeeded at the game in 900 years, which is why the Khan's right-hand man is an Australian, and his daughter's uh, half uh, Indonesian. Indonesian, yeah. And you know, the, the, the right-hand man's doing deals with the Russians. I mean, like everybody in the world is going into this country, even though they can't go into this country because they have to do the game and nobody's won the game. So here's what... I get why I get why they're doing it in 1985 because they need it for like satellite positioning and stuff like that, right? Again, this is a film about communications, just like Congo. Same (laughs) same thing. (laughs) Um, So, so I get it, but for the other 899 years, who the hell was fighting to get into this place? Like, like that's where I want to go. That's true. It's a land of opportunity. Yeah. Hurry well, up! You know, they, they've got great dental coverage, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, when you're there. Yeah, this Listen. is the Hindu Kush, and the Cold War's been fought there for 900 years. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I, like I was like, who would want to go there? Yeah, I, I don't, don't feel like we really made it through the synopsis of this movie yet. No, we're still in the beginning. Oh, okay, we're, we're still, still working on it. Still All right, figure it out, Chris. <laughs> it's not working, that easy. We're just working through it. I got you. Well, okay. the the entire point, as I understand, is that is Star Wars is happening. The Russians are bad. The Americans are good. And this is important. They need this location to put their early warning base so that when the Russians let loose their birds, then the Americans can see and, you know, they can do something about it or something like that. That's the important bit. But to get in, you've got to win the game. And when you win the game, you get one wish. It's, it's like a genie or something, you know, some magical thing. You get, you get your life back, you know, because if you lose, you die. If you win, you keep your life and you get one wish. And they expect that, this guy's going to go in, win, and wish for an early warning base <laughs> for, for you know, Uncle Sam. And is that the case? Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, he's not watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, he's that's, a true American. Yeah. It would be a really that's sucky true. movie. And then he goes on know. to win the gold. I thought, I, thought, I thought his true wish was uh, to be with the princess. Well, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, a that's subplot. That that's just the bonus. Yeah. That just gets yeah. thrown in with the wish. Did and you that's not... what he should have won. That's the wish he should have <laughs> yeah, had. Exactly. Did you not read the end like it was totally true? <laughs> <laughs> with him on the horse, just like in 1985. Yeah, that kind of threw me off, actually. Yeah, that was that was an interesting interesting idea. You know, throw up some text yeah. like it's a real and film. Th- yeah, and then immediately the documentary actually. And then immediately after that, say it's based off a novel. Yeah, <laughs> immediately after it, which it was. Yeah. What's the novel? The Terrible Game. Yes, the yeah. Terrible Game. And that's it's- from the fifties. So how they wrote it about Star Wars, I have no idea. Hmm. Yeah, it's the same. I'm gonna guess they took some liberties on this <laughs> yeah. story. I'm not. They I made it suck. I priced this, this thing. I pri- book. I price. I priced this book on Amazon. It's a hundred dollars paperback. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, this is really hard to is find. Is this, like, the only book this guy wrote? Uh, no, he wrote, like, four. Okay. It's yeah. the only one to be turned into a major motion picture. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, 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 so how much did he rip off the most dangerous game? The, what? The most dangerous game? Yeah. What are you talking about? The you book. Mean? Oh, I don't know. I never read the book. book. I never read the book. You I feel like those came out. Well, you saw the movie. I'm pretty sure you got the gist of the book. I mean, I, I you can only assume. Yeah. I haven't read this book. I know the cover has... Like you know, What's dudes on horses, that, okay, that with scimitars. 
and stuff. With so scimitars. Scimitars, you know, like the curved swords. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it takes it takes place in some Ugastan. Ugastan. Some place. Some Stan. Yeah. So now that we got that out of the way, the synopsis of the film. How in the hell did they get this movie made? Who greenlighted this? America. Who? Yeah, but how? Who is like, you know who's really badass? Who? The gymnast. Well, I think what it and was was uh, Chris Willenbrecht was was buying that day for MGM. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I could only hope that a movie this good would come across my desk. <laughs> I'm still waiting for a Jim Cotta too. Jim Cotta too. More Cotta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more more Cotta than you. Yeah. The game is back and better than ever. So yeah. how how would you pitch this movie if you were, if you were going to MGM and saying I've got this great idea for a movie, folks? You need to make this. How would you pitch it? This is what I would do. Okay, and this is a little bit of a remake game, but I'd say, listen, we get Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> Sold, right? <laughs> and he plays, he plays Jonathan. Okay, in the remake of Jim Cotta, and we change it into a comedy because that's the only way this works. You mean it wasn't a comedy? No, this was a straight up action <laughs> I film. I laughed my ass off. Yeah. Oh no, so did I. So did I. Especially because I was like, this town is just built like. <gasps> A gymnasium. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I know. There's, there's just there's, bars to swing from everywhere. Like, and on top of that, there's just, there's just chalk everywhere for him to swing I from. know. <laughs> Every time I looked, his hands were bright white, yeah. just powdered all the time. <laughs> he keeps a lot of talc powder or whatever yeah. in his Every pocket. Every action film should have the pommel horse of death. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And you should be able to kick 449 villagers in the face. And not break your foot. In one scene. This yeah. rivaled They Live in, on like length of fight scenes. This movie did. Is it, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't one, time what, it. Which one? All of them. Nah, I don't know about the, Which that. one? There's like 600. The whole movie's a fight scene, which is amazing. Yeah. Okay, so that it's, was, like, it's that an was hour and a half long thing. fight scene. But with flips. But with, with flips. With yeah. a lot of flips. <laughs> and like that, my favorite one is like the one where he like rolls on his back and does like a like back kick. Yeah. That one, I was like, he like purposely like, Turns around, sits down, and then rolls. It's like you would have been dead already. Yeah, it's just doing extra they have, work. They have arrows. Why is no one shooting him? That was <laughs> that would break the rules because he could hear the wind. There were Cody. rules. They were already breaking the rules. I, I said the same thing. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I gotta ask you here. They they keep shooting arrows, right? Yeah. So so this is a country, Palmistan, where they hunt human beings for sport, mm -hmm. and they don't allow weapons. You know, no no firearms. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. And apparently the people who work for him are so so good with that idea that when they leave Palmistan to go kill people elsewhere, they, they stick to that. They don't suddenly pick up guns. They still shoot people with arrows. Yeah. I'm assuming. <laughs> they're, har they're very disciplined. They're very hard disciplined they're harder, they're harder to trace. Or flags. You know? They're ninjas. Flags ninjas don't too. need guns. They, they just need arrows. Listen, they flags. They've watched CSI. They get that there. In 1985? You know. Yeah. What well, in Miami, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, well, nobody, nobody's been in in 900 years, but he'll speak English. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I that that's true. the one and thing that got me. I was like, "What the hell?" Like everybody's from a different place, but thing. they all. But <sighs> no, I, I mean, I can accept most of things, but I'm like, everybody's from a different place. It seems like, but he, he can accept it's all things. English. They're all English <laughs> accept, speaking. You can accept most things about the movie, except for the language. That's they, right. The, the, all the of dialect. the gymnastics looked extremely believable. <laughs> Those flips he was doing when he was uh, talking to the princess back and forth. I know. He was talking to himself were yeah. badass. I loved that. I, I, tried, I was tried like, taking several pictures I was like, to be, post on Twitter. Yeah, that'd be cool happen. if you weren't like again four feet tall. 
Yeah, he's a he's a he's a short guy, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> they didn't they didn't atten- attempt to fake it, you know, like just shoot it with I'm like, him why on, would that, you, on like boxes. Why or anything? would you like, Why would you shoot him next to that that the giant black dude? Mm-hmm. Like Makes the him a smaller tra- target. The guy who's training him. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, why would you do that to the the poor guy? I like. Let's go to the training scene because one of my favorite parts of 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 uh, J- uh, Jonathan's training is the part where he blindfolds his trainer and watches his trainer. Do stuff like you know, and he doesn't do anything at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what what benefit did that serve, Jonathan? He's you like, put it blindfold on and watch me do some cool shit. Okay. He must not know that Jonathan is a, a, is a, an Olympic <laughs> athlete, and he just needs. It's like it's like people who can just hear the piano and play it. Oh, okay. Same okay. thing with him. He's like Same a, he's thing. like a gymnastic. Uh, he sees a, 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 a like savant. A savant. Yeah. Yes. yeah, he sees it once. <laughs> he's got it. A savant. I think it was more savant. along the lines of like after he was done, he's like, "So you're going to teach me this now?" And he was like, "No, I was just what, bragging." And, <laughs> no, and what like the training made no sense because in what part did walking upstairs doing a handstand come into play? What part did that pay off in the movie where you're like? Oh, that, I see why he was training, and like it's not like Karate Kid where I the training that, sequences actually mean well, something. What, what I think could, it mean. I think do? I think I think it's more balance. It's having balance. That's what he was trying to train him. Make sure he had good balance. He didn't didn't have that hands? as an Olympic gymnast to begin with. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not not enough. Not enough for this match. Because we start the film with gymnastic sequences. You know, <laughs> he's actually competing for the U.S. It's on his chest. You know, he's, yeah. yeah. He's, He's no, playing himself. He doesn't have enough balance at that point. Plus, it, how do you how do you? Fit? <laughs> it's not until he did those two flights of stairs on his hands. Yeah, and did you see, everything clicked? Did you and did you see those women throw themselves at him after that meet? Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. one was chasing him down. She, I thought she was gonna be a part of the story. Yeah, that went nowhere. Nope. Yeah. Nowhere it was brilliant. Just, she just had this look on her face, like, oh, that was like I thought it was his, his girlfriend. I'm like, I oh, did too. Yeah, that's his girlfriend. She's not part of this, and he no, already they, knows something they, that's going on. Okay, cool. Story set up. And then it was like, wait, who was that girl? They yeah. just stiff-armed that girl yeah. right out of this frame. Just <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> You're out. Go back to the high school. Where was he? He was so, in high school? I don't know. This movie didn't... <laughs> it seemed, it was like bleachers. <laughs> it seemed weird. You guys don't remember the, the, the Teen Bop? Teen Bop. Cover with him on it for this, yeah. <laughs> for this the, movie? Tiger Beat with Tiger, Tiger Beat magazine. <laughs> Tiger, yeah. <laughs> Tiger Beat. Not a lot of people know this, but girls were going nuts for Jim Carter <laughs> in 1985. Well, I'm wondering if people in 1985 seeing this movie thought this movie was funny, or if they were just like cool action movie, and then it just became funny no, as dude, they got dated. I, I, I think, think if people it wasn't in 1985 that, were pissed. Yeah. Why? Really? I don't think I would have been pissed. 85? They're not in on the joke at 85. I don't think. I don't. Know, maybe. I don't know. I think. I don't it, know. It, Ticket it, prices it, are pretty low in 85. I'd if it okay wasn't for that. that darn Michael J. Fox and his fancy. Time travel movie. This movie could have hit. Could've <laughs> hit real big. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Good cinema. He could have been on Tiger. We could have but... had several sequels. Jim Carter Three in the West. Goddamn American Hero. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got him. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk more about Jim Carter. You are making, yeah. Don't bother. Might stop big riot. So much for care of all nightlife. Well, there's just a little anti-American sentiment running around. But I think. Ah! All right, guys, we're back, and we are talking about Jim Kata. Um, we were talking about how this movie got made. 
Um, how, how, who the hell pitched it? How they got money for it? I don't know. Um, it has to be the star, right? I mean, I have a theory let's, let's, that it me... might have something to do with us beating the Russians in hockey in the 80s, and maybe there was a big hype about the Olympics and America and the Olympics and stuff like that. And they probably were like, well, let's make it a hockey player. And they're like, oh, well, what can he do? You, know, you can't just start just shooting pucks at people. Yeah. You know? So they probably <laughs> were like, what else is good? Oh, gymnasts. That would have been a better and film. Slap shots. He can't he can't skate up a rope. Yeah, you can't make an <laughs> you can't you can't make an Enter the Dragon whether he's wearing pads. Yeah. No, it's not gonna <laughs> work. Hockey player in the village of the dam, that yeah. scene would be been over in ten seconds. Know. Oh I, yeah, he would have just skated right through those guys. I think guys. they knew they could get some badass gymnastic moves out of this guy. I think they knew that like we could make a martial arts movie with a, a person Which, who could do all of these moves for real. Like, maybe maybe it's maybe it's the both of that. Maybe it was the because that's like the height of eighties was like the height of martial art films. Yeah. Yeah, so, seven right, Se- early 80s. late seventies. American martial arts, definitely eighties. Okay, 80s, okay. Yeah. hands down. So you take that, and then you take the American part of it, which is gymnastics, of course. Yeah, you mash them together. What well, I mean, Jim Cotta. Like I said, skilled gymnast, the killer karate. <laughs> I got another theory. I think the city of Dubrovnik needed to give out some money for, you know, the arts funding or something, and said, "Come mm. on, Hollywood, come to come to Dubrovnik, shoot a film here, <laughs> yeah. we'll pay for it." Yeah, <laughs> that's come awesome. To, come to Yugoslavia. And they're like, we want the locals. We want one thing. We want gymnasts. I don't know why this guy comes from Brooklyn, but he does. We need need gymnasts, and we we love America. Way more character than he had in. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it would have been great. We need need gymnasts and ninjas. How can we mash those together? Are you talking about Kurt? Because Kurt's fantastic. Mm. He's fantastic in the film as the lead. He's a fantastic gymnast. He sucks as an actor. Yeah, he's a horrible actor. Horrible. Who's better, him or the princess? Who doesn't talk through the first oh, half of the yeah. film? The con. The he's, con. He's the best guy in there. <laughs> Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah. He was. Uh, I, I read that he was one of the uh, apes in. Uh, I think he was like the jailer ape in. Uh... Yeah, it was Julius in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yep. Did yeah. not know that. That's this guy awesome. was. A, yeah, he's a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> I think he shows it. <laughs> it really comes through. I think he <laughs> is the best actor in the film. If I were to had if I had to pick if one. If you had to pick one? If I'm I not, had to pick one. You're not one. gonna pick his henchman? I'm not sure there is a good actor in the film. Uh, the, dad, the dad wasn't bad. I know who the Thanks. worst one was. Eric Lawson? Eric Lawson wasn't bad. Actually, yeah, the dad wasn't that bad. He, yeah, he wasn't, wasn't in it for bad. very long. But, he was yeah. in it for five seconds. <laughs> yeah, and he and he, and he command- I'm alive. I'm dead. He <laughs> commanded <laughs> But the he screen. wasn't dead. He didn't die. No, that- he just had a bum arm. <laughs> no, he got shot with an arrow and came riding back on the horse at the end. Yeah, so that's true. He didn't bum die. Bum. Yeah. No, he didn't die. They reshot it. Didn't didn't test well. <laughs> just, yeah. tr- just trotting in. How many arrows did that guy take? He took two, right? He was the guy. In the, was he the guy no. on the rope at the no. beginning? You're thinking of yeah. Throg. What? No, no, no. He was the guy at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, he gets so shot get, in the he, side. Where did yeah. his beard go? And that hurt his arm when he fell off. Right. Landed on the, the trees that weren't actually underneath. Yeah, there were no trees. Were but whatever. <laughs> and then later on, he gets shot in the back. Yeah. And who knows where else he gets shot? You know, he's like a human pincushion. <laughs> he was. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I loved. Oh my god, I can't remember exactly where it is. I think it's. Oh, when when uh, when uh, Jonathan is crossing uh, 
along the ropes over the 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 big drop there. Yeah. And the one guy gets shot and falls, and he just fucking splats like right onto the rock. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> Such a good stunt. They he, love that. He's scene. back for twice. the sequel. You know, there were trees in the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. No, the worst actor surely has to be the guy that plays Tamerlane, who's the guy that runs the terrorist camp in whatever the name that city was, Carabal on the Carabal. Caspian Sea. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, he looks like he looks like a midget Christopher Lee, and he sounds like Tommy Wiseau. It was amazing. <laughs> yes. Awesome. I don't know. I liked, uh, I liked uh, was it Thorg? Thor? Thor. 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 I'm going to call him Thor. Oh, okay. I'm going to drop the G. You didn't like him? He no, the, he was all right. I mean, I yeah. hated him. He died the best. He was eaten by pigs. That that is true. No, he was stabbed no, with a pitchfork. Yeah, he was stabbed. Yeah, but and then you, you, you know those pigs just went to town on. Yeah. Them. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they did. That was implied. They would have showed those, it. You that think, think those pigs were being like normally fed? Like no, that that was. <laughs> yeah, that. Why would you put pigs in a village that's full of the criminally insane, dude? I mean, what do they farm them or something? <laughs> are they suddenly sane when they farm pigs? Yeah. I feel like they <laughs> squeeze so much into this movie. So many different set types of settings, like so many, so many different alleyways. The, pig, the, like, the pigs are part of the rehabilitation process, that, Hal. Yeah. <laughs> Caring for them. By the yeah. way, during that village scene, it felt to me like he was going through a haunted house or something. Dude, that right? whole, yeah. oh, that whole like segment. The yeah. arms coming out of the out of the gate or the, the, the border or the gated up windows or whatever, opening the door and there's somebody behind there like, no. Oh, and man. how about the guy with the face mask on the back of his head? Yeah. That was cool. That was fantastic. Oh, my God. It was creepy. Yeah. That's why the best effect in the film. <laughs> yeah, so so this was actually, a, 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 for, a, for a gymnastics action movie, it was actually a pretty good horror movie at the end. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> yeah. didn't do bad. Enough, that, it, and it comes out of nowhere. You're just like, what the hell? Like, what what yeah, is happening? Where did why did Yeah, And he can't escape. Why can't he escape? And then the, his escape is like the worst thing ever. Like, it goes on forever. It's like, I'm going to climb this wall for 10 minutes, and then I'm going to sit here and shake this for another 10 minutes. Yeah, what, why, what, what and I'm going to make these weird whimpering noises. Where did his uh, gymnast skills go? Like, he couldn't just go two he's, more feet up? He shimmies he's that exhausted. Much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, through. that's why he's making those whimpering noises. Like, that's what you do when you're exhausted. That's <sighs> true. He did the pommel, pommel horse of <sighs> death routine. You know, he did I mean, do that. That's, that, that's that, got to that, be tiring. That was Ten full minutes of a fight scene. He's invincible <laughs> on that pummel horse. You can't bring him down. You couldn't. And the these pigs people, were off to that, weren't they? Th- these people got sickles. They got pitchforks. One at a time. Work. One at a time. Yeah. <laughs> They're polite. God, That's the one thing God you could forbid, say about God this forbid place. forbid they crowd rush him, you know? That's the one thing you could say about this place. They follow the rules. They're very polite. Yeah. In their town, it's one-on-one. If you look in the back, <laughs> you see him playing like rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Who's, Who's next? Go next? Who's I thought next? playing dueling banjos. Dueling balalaya. But the town fit nowhere in the movie. I was totally thrown off by it. I was like, what the hell yeah. is this? And then you're like, okay, it was a setup for his dad. Mm-hmm. And then he's dead. Or you think he's well, dead. Well, he oh, he's, he's shot. Yeah. His dad's dead, Jim. Yeah. And you're like, you already thought his dad was dead because he was told his dad was dead. So you're like, oh, well, this came out of nowhere. And his, his dad's well, alive. And he's just and like, he's dead. <laughs> his reaction is just like, good to see you, dad. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, like he's not even that like surprised or like, anything. Like, like, yeah, it's like void of like real emotion. <laughs> and I, have a, I, have, I, have I didn't a, miss you that much. So, you know, it's good to see you. You're, you're still kicking. You know, pull me up. Though. I have a question. Where was his dad the whole time? Does he explain where he was he's all hang, hanging out? Where in the was fields? his, where was his he dad was, during his gymnastics meet is what I want to know. <laughs> from what I, from what I read <laughs> yeah. was that he was injured in the game. And I don't know if this was ever explained in the 
movie. It's but in the beginning. He was injured in the no. He was no, injured no, in the game. It's and there then, at the end. And they let him live basically because he played well. What? But the, no, what, no, 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 oh, no, no. Because no. Khan says no. like he played well, but he didn't make he it. He didn't basically. make it. He died. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, when when he when I have that scene, it it says he 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 didn't actually die when he fell to his certain death because there was magically trees in the way. So the uh, the vizier, um, uh, you know, the right hand man finds him and he does something with him, like he enslaves him or something. But okay. Khan doesn't know. Is that why he's it. wearing the 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 ninja? Yeah, he's wearing gear. ninja gear. I just thought he was like in like hiding the whole time. Yeah, hoping uh, his son might show up. At well, some he does because he actually says, you know, I knew you'd get here, Jonathan. Yeah, oh, okay. like, what? <laughs> well, how did he possibly know that? Because it was implied that he was there for Jonathan was there for his dad's training in the very beginning of the film. Right. So that that I think that's also why they chose Jonathan because Jonathan had already seen the training that his father had gone through. Mm. Oh wow! There's gotcha. like this, this, Dude, movie, there's this, movie, this movie is like an onion. Jim, Jim, you just gotta <laughs> peel him back. No, nope. yeah, it is like an back. onion. It makes you cry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Criteria's a joy. <laughs> stunts. We can get into some stunts. You guys want to talk about the stunts in this film? The martial arts in general. The stunts. I mean, in we, do you we... think there was any wire work? Uh, no, no, man. No. That that that's. Uh, there was a couple scenes where you jump pretty damn high, and I'm like, I don't think that a human that being could a jump trampoline. that high. That could have been a trampoline. Yeah. This no, this is this is Kurt Thomas. Have you not seen his gymnastics? I guess I haven't. I haven't been following his career before Jim Cotta. <laughs> well, I, I had neither, but I actually watched his uh, world championship win on the floor, and it's completely insane. I mean, really? this guy can leap in the air and do six somersaults backwards, sideways. You know, land on the back of his neck and go into a forward roll. Holy crap! And wow. then go on to do other stuff. I mean, it's insane. So yeah, I totally buy all of that. There's no wire work. Those are all ropes. Okay. Okay. What? So <laughs> <laughs> it was all ropes. They were all ropes. <laughs> no wires, just ropes. They, could, they couldn't afford. They could not afford wires. No. So we can all agree that Jim Cotta wasn't the high point of his career. Oh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, it wasn't Disagree. the Olympics. You think? I think yet, right? Because the cult following for this film is, I think, is, is it's like emerging. It's emerging. It's not the biggest yet, but it has some rabbit passionate fans for it, as we yeah. found out. Yeah. Like, well, who, who's seen this? Who of us have seen this film before? I had never seen. This I never, I'd never heard seen of it. I, I had seen it. I had seen it when I was. I mean, I loved this movie when I was like twelve. <laughs> but had, yeah, but when you came out, granted, you were like what? What's that? When he the, was born? No, like when this movie came out, what was he like? Thirty seventh? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we're gonna do we're gonna do this joke again? This is not getting <laughs> old. This is not getting old. Not at all. How how probably researched it for a book? <laughs> actually, I hadn't. I'd seen it as a kid. I taped it off TV in in Britain. They showed it on TV. Hmm. Um, but I hadn't seen it since then i don't think so i had to i had to go find a copy and watch it afresh well how did you watch it hal did you go for, did you go on amazon like the rest of us oh, well of course i did it the legal way <laughs> <laughs> listen they need the money <laughs> the jim cotton people you think kurt's the royalty the royalty, royalty checks, checks? <laughs> the royalty checks for kurt are coming in for jim cotta still yeah. to this day you know because of the because of the five of us uh or four of us depending on how that worked out for you hal um you think he's going to get like a 50 cent check in the next couple of days? Yeah. And be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Definitely. Like, yeah. Sweet. So, yeah. <laughs> somebody gave a shit. <laughs> well, people do. People no. do care about this movie. They, it was unreleased forever. And the fans, because apparently there are fans of this movie, um, 
petitioned uh, the the studio to release it, and that's why it got released on DVD. It was the vote of the people. We need to vote it for Blu-ray. I, I was about to say, when is Shout Factory going to put this one out? That's yeah, what this I one needs know. to go to. This one needs to go this to. This is Blu-ray. a 4K I was transfer. Say, why does it need a Blu-ray <laughs> special <laughs> edition? Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. So, so, so speaking of the 4K transfer, so we can see just how blurry. <laughs> the oh yeah, that God. leads us into missed focus. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe in the 4K version we can see those those non-existent trees. I'm glad yeah. you br- I'm glad you brought that up because there was particular scenes where I'm like, why is the piano in the background in focus, but the person in front of the oh, camera yeah, is not in focus? focus. So bad. There's actually there there. I, 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 once I noticed it at the beginning, I I was like paying attention to focus. There's actually a lot of scenes where. It's like a still shot of them, and you can actually see them like slowly try to correct focus. Like, <laughs> it's like you see, you can see like the focus point kind of move a little closer to them, so they look sharper. Yeah, we'll call this. This goes into our theory. What's that? What okay, that and this might go into the budgeting question too. I think it's clear that this might have been a one-shot movie. I think so too, because there's that scene where that guy gets hit by a horse, and the actors stop and, and look it, at him. Yeah, it's clearly a mistake. Yeah, and they just kept it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just jumped to my favorite character of the movie. I thought he was the one who put his put himself into the film more than anybody else. He got knocked <laughs> over by Richard Norton's horse. That was spectacular. I thought that was an awesome, awesome scene. That actor was amazing. Well, best stunt goes to that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. Get, yeah. Getting tramped, tramped on. Oh yeah, we're on stunts. <laughs> we get, forgot where tramped. we were. But I mean, it, 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 it leads me to believe that maybe this film was shot on a very small budget. I think well, I think it was one take for the most part. I mean, I'm wondering if they used a crew from Yugoslavia for the for the things that were filmed there. I oh. didn't look at the credits. Yeah, I know I the stunts. See, yeah. The stunts in the fight choreography was Richard Norton, and he was really early in his career. He'd done the Octagon, and he'd done uh, Force Five, which was another Robert Klaus movie. Um, but that was about it. Hmm. And they hired him for this, so I, I, I presume you know they weren't paying him a lot. You know, <laughs> and clearly he couldn't act at this point. Yeah, and uh, that's why he showed up in his Zod cosplay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His his rat tail's odd. <laughs> oh my god, that that ponytail. Oh my god, that, I love it. that ponytail deserved its own credit. It should have. <laughs> it's only better because it was flanked by that by that that amazing earring he had in the one ear. Yeah, what was that? It was a cross. I don't know. I don't what know if that it was, was a cross. It just like looked like a pendant of some sort. <laughs> Which uh, also brings me to wardrobe. Let's do it. Got to get into that a little bit. Okay. I mean. Polo shirts. Polo shirts. Let's just, let's just call them out. Polo shirts. Uh, <laughs> White pants. Sweatpants. White pants that never get dirty. Sweatpants and sweatshirts. <laughs> the, the, uh, the Asian guy with the red and the white, it yeah. looked just like those uniforms from Robot Jocks. It was pretty much it did. Pretty much very similar to yeah, that. Yeah. He was way ahead of his time. What was uh, Thor wearing? What the hell was he wearing? I don't know. I that, was, no uh, that was sweats with a sweat, sweat vest. Sweat vest. <laughs> yeah. What, whatever it was, it was way too tight because you saw how he ran, right? Yeah. No. yeah. Oh my god, dude! I, I'm sorry, I just got super excited because every time, <laughs> hey, hey everybody, Chris is here. Every, every time Thor would go to fight, he'd bust out some like Michael Jackson moves and like shake his hand really like rapidly. Oh no, what was that? He's like, yeah, every time, dude, character dude, choice. I, I saw him character choice. do it like a spin kick. <laughs> 
It's a beautiful character choice. It's so bad. <laughs> At least one actor cared enough on this film to make a character choice. God damn it. Yeah, he did research. He 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 spent he spent many months crafting this character, his backstory, and everything. He's like he's really cocky, so he shakes his hand. He yeah. likes he likes Michael Jackson and pop music in general. <laughs> but he's still a tough guy. That's why he doesn't show up till halfway through the movie. I think they I think he just showed up on set and they said, Hey, dude, you look big. You need to be in this film. He we'll was, write you in. He was right just now. a grip at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. He looked he looked big next to Kurt. He was actually only five three. Yeah. <laughs> as far as wardrobe and 120 goes, pounds, I, I, I really actually the one wardrobe I could say I I dug was uh, the princess's wardrobe when she took off that red coat. Oh yeah, and she's she got like, that Catwoman. Like, yeah, the Catwoman <laughs> suit. I was on. like, that's hot. <laughs> I like her and her scarf when he gets the water thrown on him, and she's like just there immediately wiping it off of him. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> and like the voices of the people, like, like uh, American, you like that? You want to buy it? And yeah. no one's talking. Like, no lips are moving. They just threw it in there. There's. Nah. I like that. That 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 actually brings me to like one of my favorite scenes. And it's after he gets the water thrown on his face. The other guy's like, there's a lot of like hatred towards Americans, oh. and then he just gets hit with an arrow <laughs> mid sentence. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it's like comes out of nowhere. You're just it's so weird too. Oh, I I, fucking laugh. Like, but apparently not as much as they hate the British. (laughs) I also like that scene where uh, she throws the switchblade, but you can tell it's a reverse shot because the hole's already in the in the wood. You remember that when it sticks into the wood? Like, it lands perfectly inside a hole that is already existing. What's also great about that scene is like, at least uh, I assume so. You could tell by the background that was in blur that was uh, outside. (laughs) Like, I think they filmed that outside. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, it kind of been the uh, the Why terrorist is there place because, next to that pole because that that terrorist training ground was obviously some sort of Yugoslavian mission or museum or something. They they were obviously not allowed to touch anything. Yeah. So so whenever they fall off a balcony, they miss all the chairs, and you know whenever somebody gets shot, there's no bullet holes anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That well, I don't scene. know but when that guy's unloading on the, all those bottles next to that car. Right? <laughs> it's yeah. just like, I, like I've never watched a movie where I knew for a fact the only reason that bottle is in the shot is so that it gets that it will get shot right now. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm like, oh, those bottles are going to get hit right now, yep, they, and there it is. They broke the hell out of that door. <laughs> yeah, <it did. laughs> they kicked him right through that door. That's where the budget went. That that, <laughs> that rope that rope yank. I was like, damn, that looked like it hurt. Like, oh, they they yanked him hard through that. Mm-hmm. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Actually, he was really kicked. No, I don't know that for a fact. How many people? Uh, he was like Bruce Lee. He did. He, he, do you think there were a lot of injuries on the set? I mean, you can't find any information about this movie. With, so with Kurt Thomas be... on set? Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> you know <laughs> absolutely. I, th- I think that guy got hit by the horse is probably. Yeah. He probably stretchered yeah. him out of there. Actually, that could be why. Uh, I think you've just solved a problem for me. I kept wondering why Kurt Thomas always turned around to look at the guys chasing him. Even when he's halfway up a rope that's on fire, he has to turn around and look. And maybe it's because he just hurt somebody and he's just making sure they're okay. (laughs) And that scene was so not tense because like the rope's on fire, right? They never show that it's getting close to him at all. And also he just makes it up. He just gets up there. They can't afford why. And the guy's like, God damn it. Well, the whole time I saw it, I was like, is there oil on the... That's (laughs) never going to catch him. And then when he gets all the way to the top, they're like, I can't believe that didn't work. He beat the fire. He could have easily just jumped over to the rope next to him. Like it was literally a a foot away. Kurt doesn't have a stunt double. They can't risk him like that. He didn't need a stunt double. Yeah, need he, one. He requested Kurt not Thomas. to have one. <laughs> that that yeah. was in his contract. <laughs> Kurt Thomas. Don't re- offend me with a stunt double. Who's related to Rob Thomas? Yeah. 
Oh, a people, yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Rob Thomas's father. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's about as cute as Heather Thomas, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's just why he was hired. <laughs> he's, he's the tiniest man to send in to win this game. Yeah. He's just the tiniest person. Not, not, not the likely hero. Hot, yeah. Harder target to hit. Why has he not been in Expendables? Oh my god, because that's I, so funny. I'm gonna guess. I kind of want to like send like uh, right? Stallone a tweet now. Yeah, like. Well, they are doing the B movie Expendables. I can't remember what they called it, but it's all the guys that they wouldn't bring into the Expendables. You know, so Seagal, Cynthia Rothrock, and all all of those guys. Um, you know, oh. and Richard Norton's probably in it. But, Scott uh, Speedman. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I did see <laughs> that. Maybe Richard Norton will bring in Kurt Thomas. Yeah. Bill oh. Superfoot Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> He needs They're to all come in back. there. Uh, though, what's uh, uh, the dragon? Wallace. The dragon. Who's the dragon? Wilson. Don the dragon. Don Wilson. the dragon. Don Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. What's yeah. the other one? I'm, uh, Mark DeCascos is in this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He is. is he? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> not, not Jim Carter. But you the, got me really the, excited. The B movie expandable. Yeah. Yes. He's on that list. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, the Phillips dude. Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lou Eric Roberts. <laughs> yeah. throw, you got to throw Eric Roberts. Yeah, Eric Roberts. Roberts. Is he? He's not a what? Dumb. Yes, best of the best, bro. Yeah, best of the best too. He ain't doing shit like best that no more. If Eric 12, Roberts was the, the villain in this movie, Jim Cotta would have done twelve. Oh, million. it would have killed. Would have done twelve million with Eric Roberts as the villain. <laughs> okay, twelve. Sean Penn's no, brother. Eric in Roberts it. is doing whatever he can get his hands on now. Chris Penn. Chris Penn's in it. Who's dying? Best of the best. Come on. Okay, whatever. <laughs> the guy from Revenge of the Nerds, but also from uh, what, Booger Bloodsport. Oh, <laughs> right. oh, I know who you're talking Same about. Same guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's in it. We're gonna mean Eddie Deason for a moment. I, I, I can get him in if you want. <laughs> yeah, we, I've been in a movie with Eddie Deason, folks. Have you? Have you? Oh wow, I have. My well, my left arm was in it. <laughs> oh. You can see me in the newest trailer. Is that before <laughs> they started doing widescreen? <laughs> <laughs> Like that guy's arming it. Don't worry, it's not gonna be in the shot. And like everyone's going widescreen now. It's in the shot. Right. <laughs> Everything's in the shot. <laughs> Hal looked over to him and said, "Man, these pretzels are making me thirsty." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, favorite lines. Anyone got any favorite lines? I Quotes. I couldn't find the ones I liked. <laughs> I, I mean, like there were some, and I was like, "I'm gonna write these down." Didn't write them down. Oh, I wrote them down. <laughs> no, I, I I had two. Um, one of them was the the only good line that Kurt, Kurt Thomas actually delivers in the entire movie which was uh, to Richard Norton and he says it's not over yet so put your hardware back in your pack. Oh, oh yeah yes. that's fun that's so good. And, and the other one was Mel Brooks because um, I love Mel Brooks <laughs> in this movie. Mel Brooks he's was so amazing. Funny. Fantastic. And and he, he actually he's, he's, he's outlining the game to the con- contestants and he points out that you know because it's obviously incredibly dangerous and nobody ever wins and they all die so but he, he says it's not all at great risk and we think, oh, okay then. And then he says, oh, anyone trying to avoid an obstacle will be immediately killed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, not, not all at great risk at all, just, just immediate Just death. the risk of death, yeah. <laughs> how, how will we know? You'll know by the 600 ninjas carrying flags. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I wanna, what I want to know in this, because nobody has ever completed the game in, in 900 years, so why do they actually put ninjas at the village? I mean, nobody ever gets that far, right? Why do they even bother going there? It must be the easiest job in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be at the end of the game, marking the way, just to make sure that if one day somebody gets this far, then I can make sure they do it right. Yeah. Ron, what would you pull for the game? 
Oh, dude, I got the end. Oh, oh yeah. Bastard. Oh, Easy duty. They don't be drunk if they even show up. There's like two ninjas there just playing tic-tac-toe. They watch Kurt walk I, by, and yeah. they're just like, holy shit, what the hell was that? I felt like I was often confused by those ninjas' reactions to things. Like, they would just... like after, after, the, after the Chinese guy got strangled by um, Thorg, like the the ninja off in the distance is watching, and he does some kind of weird moat, like puts his flag down or something yeah. like that. I'm like, yeah. why? You what gotta, does that matter? Well, you got to imagine that guy on that rock. That's like the first people he's seen. He's, <laughs> he's seen just got in like react 20 to years. Something. He's like, oh shit, someone's actually here. Uh, <laughs> oh, so they don't they don't pull their positions for each game. Like you're assigned for that position no, for life. He, if you ever leave the rock, he's a ninja. the game once a year. He's an he's a ninja. Ninjas, they don't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> they're they're taught to they're they're taught to be patient. You hear him in the <laughs> you see him die and you hear him in the distance like, Ooh. <laughs> like he's so excited to see this is nine hundred years finally <laughs> finally somebody's here. Yeah. yeah, hey, I'm really lonely. <laughs> you know what? Oh, that's don't what kill a, him. That's someone that we can talk to. <laughs> you just know uh, that's where the Holy Grail is, you know, because nobody ever goes there. That's the point, right? It's gotta be. Hide yeah. all of your all of your valuables there. They'll be safe. Again, mm. I don't know what this 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 culture is protecting. Like why? Like they're like, listen, Look, they, they just have a game. really str- they just have a really strong foreign policy, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a Cold War, of course. <laughs> they have a really strong. This is God, <laughs> especially as they don't need it because to get to Palmistan, you have to go via pack mule and then kayak down the river. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I'm saying, they fit everything in. There's no movie. airport or anything. What's great? What's great about this is uh, how big do you think this country is? It's a small island, right? Oh man, right? It's, it's, it's got to be pretty town. small. It's, it's, yeah, it's, in the it's, mountains. it's pretty small, right? Otherwise, I'd have heard of it. So, so. If if the United States needs a satellite tracking system, why don't they go like a mile down the river and stick it on land that isn't you know, that, protected by a nine hundred year battle royale? That's a really good point, but it's probably because it's it's inside Russia, right? <laughs> GPS, <laughs> GPS location. It's GPS doesn't about. work a mile away. It's all nope. <laughs> it's all about service towers. <laughs> If you don't have Parmesan has the best service towers there. If is. you don't have Verizon there, let me let me tell you, you're not you're not getting a call. Didn't you see the Verizon tax, commercials? Nothing. The ones that the ones that, that they the filmed at Parmesan. Balls? Yeah, with the bowling balls. Yeah, I have. Can seen you them. hear me yet? Can you, Can you hear, hear me, me now? Yeah. You get hit with an arrow. Ninja, ninja waves a yeah. flag down. No, I'll allow it. They no. actually replaced they replaced the bowling balls with ninjas running out. <laughs> That's how they I think it, I think the signal's blocked by all those non-existent trees. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Well, it was a, 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 a vast forest on that island, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> it was the, the cool fog-laden forest in between yeah. the river and the village of the dam. How come the village of the dam just had, like, fog machines going 24-7? Because it, it was a haunted attraction, yeah. Kyle. You didn't see that? The old lady <laughs> popping doubled, out of the window. It, uh, it doubles as a, as a Halloween attraction. <laughs> Actually, I have a theory for That's this. Because obviously it starts out as End of the Dragon, and then it becomes the most dangerous game. Yeah. And then they realize that the most dangerous game was really suspenseful because it didn't have obstacles. Yeah. So they needed to bring some sort of horror into it. So then they decided to do, you know, like the Bedlam meets the Hills Have Eyes meets, uh, I don't know what else. That's actually right. how they pitched Slavia. Right? That's actually how they <laughs> pitched House this movie. Wax. You're asking how they pitched it. Bedlam meets Westworld meets the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Meets Ender the Dragon meets the most dangerous game. Yeah. That's perfect. I would make that film. If That's how they that pitched it. That's how they got this exactly. film made. Exactly. <laughs> and then Chris bought it. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, duh. And then the writer of The Hunger Games saw this and said, you know what? If this was teens, 
<laughs> then we'd kill. really have a film. No. No. I'm pretty sure that writer watched Battle holy Royale. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that writer <laughs> just totally ripped off Battle Royale. Holy, holy crap, got an idea for the sequel. Teen Kata. <laughs> teen kata. <laughs> teen kata. Teen kata. What's the tagline? <laughs> the angst of teens with the kill of karate. <laughs> I'd, I'd go with like Jennifer that. Lawrence in the Village of the Damned, but yeah. <laughs> stars like Dominique Marciano. They like... use like they use like texting kung fu. <laughs> yeah. They throw their phones like ninja stars. No, they wouldn't. Then they'd be broken. And they have to get a new yeah, phone. Then they'd have to kill oh. themselves. They have insurance. <laughs> Especially in Japan, they would just throw themselves into that chasm. They have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it and let's rate this bad boy. What are we rating it? We didn't really Ooh. talk about no, this. I know. We didn't pick something. Pump, pummel horses of death? <laughs> pummel, pummel horses, horses of, of death. death. I think so. What Chris, can we do that? that? Look like? it's, it's a, a pummel horse, horse with, with death, death on, on it. it. Just get a pummel horse and put like a skull on it. It looks like, like a that. foot hey, in your face. You know, how, you, know how you, did the, uh, you know how you did the pigeons? Do the that. Ma- the I mating bet you, pigeons, yeah. dude. I bet you anything. Just do that, but with death in a pummel if you, horse. If you, yeah, if you Google death pummel horse, there's probably somebody made death doing a routine on a pummel horse. Let's hope. Okay. <laughs> or, or somebody dies on a pummel horse and you're scarred for life. Yeah, don't Google that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he's been silent pretty much the whole podcast. So let's start with him, Chris. All right, Jim Cotta. Um, yeah, this was definitely uh, requested by a lot of people, so I'm glad we finally got around to doing it. I thought this movie was really fun to watch. I I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, yes, it's humorous. Um, Probably wasn't meant to be humorous when it was made, but it definitely entertained me. Um, I love all the action sequences and the fighting and the gymnastics. And I just thought it was like, it made me want to get up and start trying to do gymnastics, even though I would not look that cool. (laughs) What? For real, I'm you like, got you that I'm pumps? like, could a, could a human? Can I can I just do backflips and front flips all day to Why impress did, my girlfriend? We sh- we shouldn't have picked this movie because now he's going to go on a completely different yeah. life path. Yeah, like, Th- Thursday pers- nights are reserved for uh, gymnastics, guys. Got to quit the show. Sorry. Yeah, what? Uh, I no. was wondering why he showed up with chalked hands. <laughs> <laughs> just show up with a neck brace. Can I have my job back? He just always has chalk on his hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, What's up? <laughs> Um, no, but I mean, yeah, the acting's really bad. Like, I mean, if you like movies like Enter the Ninja or something like that, you would probably like Jim Cotta. Um, and I, I do want to watch this movie again. I'll, I might even buy it if I see it around or can find it somewhere. Um, and I'm going to give it a four. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Four Pumble Horses of Death. All mm-hmm. right. Next up, we'll go with Mike. All right. Um, you know what? The thing that makes this movie so fun is the ridiculous scenario of it the idea of gymnastics combined with karate what and part then, of that is unrealistic oh i'm sorry you're right <laughs> you're right never mind I'm, I'm gonna lower my score now no <laughs> it's absurd it's absurd they like they so they hire it's like the united states government hires a gymnast capoeira we didn't bring that up capoeira there it's we like go dance martial arts mark Cascos again coming back up <laughs> but uh anyways um no yeah it's a fun movie acting's really bad um it, it it's funny because there's so many weird like scenarios like the, the the damned village and everything that goes on i gotta give this oh man i'm probably gonna give this like a three and a half three and a half three and a half watch figure it. out how to do that image to figure out how to do a half of a death on a pummel horse yeah can a you do death on a pummel horse it'll just be an empty pummel horse <laughs> yeah just <laughs> no death sad, yeah. sad pummel horse regular pummel horse <laughs> just one handle kyle um 
Yeah, I you know I'm gonna go with the three three and a half as well. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, there's just so much ridiculousness and so much bad in it that it's really good. I agree with Chris. Some of the action scenes, as hilarious as as they are, because it's all gymnastics based, um, they're really good though. Like they're entertaining. They're visually satisfying. They're visually pleasing to watch. I guess is the best way to describe that. Um, but yeah, it, it's a good movie. I think anybody should watch this movie if you haven't seen it or heard of it. Definitely do it. And I'm going to buy it as well. I know for a fact I will. So Awesome. Wait for Shout Factory to put it out, though. Yeah. Shout Factory, if you're listening, Blu-ray 4K Transfer Ultimate Edition. And then you do see the wires. Five and disc it breaks, set. It breaks your, it breaks your heart for Kurt Thomas. <laughs> yeah. It was all faked. That's the reason why everything's out of focus, because there really were wires. And if they put bonus features on it, I want some gymnastics training That's videos. probably... <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I'm not giving it a four is because of the the lack of focusability. Like it's it's <laughs> annoying. Really, it's that's annoying. the that's what that's brought the it thing. down the half. Yeah, that's what brought it down the half. Shit, not if it wasn't focus. sharp focus the whole time, four. Yeah, Chris, yeah. can you just put one pummel horse out of focus? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, I, the I, half. I could do that. I could do that. There yeah. we go. <laughs> so uh, I'll go next. I will say that this movie for me is the equivalent of um that I've seen so far is the equivalent of tro- Troll 2 like as far as action films go right the Troll 2 Troll horror. 2 is like so ba- it's like the king is so bad it's good in the horror realm Jim Cotta is the king of that so far that I've seen in the action realm in my opinion okay um so I I think this is just one that you can watch over and over again this needs a bigger fan base I think it needs a bigger rabid fan base and I am happy to be a, a member of that now after watching this film um, the thing I do have to knock it from down that what I would say is different from um, Troll 2 is the dialogue just is not as funny. Yeah. It still has like, you know, it's just not as funny because it's more, this one's more visual with the action, I think. Well, so, I, I think they're also not trying to be cheesy. I think they were actually yeah, taking oh, themselves no. very seriously. They, they were, they the did same did thing it. in Troll 2? Yeah, they did in uh, Troll 2 I as don't well. Know. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yes, that's yeah, why yeah. it's... That's why it's got its status in Troll 2 is because the, dif- the different right. the difference being Troll 2 was written by somebody who hates vegetarians and, and this is, film was not. Yeah. This is by somebody who loved vegetarians. <laughs> yeah. So b- because of of the the dialogue, I, I can't give it a five. I got to give it a, a a solid four. This is a four. Great movie, love it. I will buy this movie. Uh, you can't find it if it's super hard to find it on DVD. Just buy it digitally on Vudu or something. No, that's not the same. I need the physical copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I understand having a physical copy, but it's a DVD. It's not a Blu-ray. That's <laughs> so. just true. Mar- so. <laughs> I'm, what I just a snob. Snob. Yeah, but the di- I am. I can't help the that. The digital copy's not even HD. Yeah. It's, it's standard def. I want a, I want not, a VHS You can't win. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, not everyone watches VHS See, see if, like I, if at least I get the DVD, I can like <laughs> upscale it in my blue. No. <laughs> How? How are you rating this? Yeah, I was thinking about this. I mean, you know, if you're going for quality, it's a one. But um, we're going for cult sustainability right yeah yeah so i got to give it one for tetchy agbayani's black cat suit i've got to give it another one for mel brooks as the khan <laughs> uh i got to give it one for just sheer inanity and 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 i'll add a half for uh, kurt thomas because he's not big enough to be one so <laughs> <laughs> so it ends up with a three and a half pommel horses of death for me all right all right awesome, awesome. guys so there you have it. That is Jim Cotta. Um, guys, thanks for requesting this movie. This is the first time I've seen it, so this is one of the ones that I'm happy. Uh, this is, like again, I compared it, I think, last night to Pieces. This is the Pieces of Action Film. Pieces of Action Film. Um, so <laughs> troll of Action Film. Yeah. With that being said, you can uh, follow us on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore review. You can follow us on Twitter at ColtFilm underscore review. You can also follow us on Facebook. 
Send us your fan picks. We always want to, uh, you know, hear those. Uh, I want to thank Hal for being here uh, with us tonight. He's uh, starting his own festival. Again, Hal, plug all your stuff. Uh, well, you can find everything at apocalypseleaderempire.com, which includes the review site and the books and the mini film festivals and the film festival and the Facebook pages and all of that jazz, apocalypseleaderempire.com. Go buy his books. They're on Amazon. Um, you can find them there. That everybody knows where that's at, right? It's on the internet. <laughs> could you could you could you give us the, the URL, Amazon? please? Amazon.com, Amazon.co.uk, <laughs> Amazon.fr, Amazon. How many do you want? Amazon.de. They're on all of them. So. Amazon.yugoslavia. Oh, it is. You, you, you can your find books them are in on Amazon.de. Amazon. <laughs> I, I, okay. I sold one in Greece. I, I have a fan in Greece. So, oh, cool. Uh, nice. Hola, Christos. Um, so yeah, you probably bought it at Amazon.gr. <laughs> <laughs> On the Caspian Sea. On the Caspian. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you can follow Mike at at Mike Salusdale on Twitter. You can follow Kyle at at ColtFilm underscore Kyle on Twitter. You can follow Chris at. Uh, you can follow me at ColtFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. And you can follow me at ColtFilm underscore Cody on yep. Instagram. Wow, I just changed it today. Oh, so, you just changed it today? Yeah, that's why you were all confused. Oh. Okay. So remember, guys, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next week.